have I got a short story for you. Working dead-end jobs, feeling underpaid, undervalued. It'd be easy to accept this lot in life and throw in the towel. Just get by. Deal with the unfulfillment. Easy. But easy isn't what this guest is about. But first, a word from today's sponsor, AndrePsyche.com. AndrePsyche.com is that cute, quaint, corner store boutique with all sorts of neat and original merch you had no idea existed. Most people, including you, if you're being honest, are surfing the web looking for something new. Do people even surf the web anymore? I'm not sure if that analogy still holds up. Well, my friends, the World Wide Web and your 5G allow you to shop and obtain all of the items created by Andre that you've never seen before. We're talking about literature, clothing, paintings, prints, accessories, music, poetry, or any custom gift your soul desires. Because Andre, after all, is a freelance creator extraordinaire. Go to AndrePsyche.com and let your spirit guide you. Because each and every item has a story behind it that's going to speak to you. Nothing is made. Everything is created on AndrePsyche.com. We are also brought to you by the Getting to Know You pod. Please do me a favor. Take a moment right now and push the subscribe button on Apple, Spotify, or whatever application you listen to podcasts on. Matter of fact, if you could do just one thing more, I guess it's two, leave a review, comment, or rate the pod. These numbers matter in our quest for sponsorship, and your support is very much appreciated. Also, can you please friend or follow the podcast? We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Just search us up. It's getting the number two, know the letter U, pod. And finally, yes, as we have mentioned, we are looking for sponsors. If you or someone you know has a business or brand that would like to expand your market global reach, just message us. Our advertising rates are extremely reasonable, and we are in over 22 different countries and almost 40 of the states in the USA. So if you're looking to increase traffic to your website or the amount of purchases of your products, please consider partnering with the Getting to Know You pod. And now, getting to know just a little bit of you. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. I'm going to do a terrific show today. Getting to like you, getting to hope you like me. Because I'm good enough. Getting to know you, putting it my way, but nicely. I'm smart enough. You are precisely. And doggone it. We've been told this lie that we are we are the products of our environments. That is a lie. Our environments are the product of us. If we whatever you put into your environment energy wise is what's gonna reflect around you. 
and that's just something to think about. So, and I don't know too much, and I just do like almost like X, X, uh, like we broke up, and I do very basic internet stalking of you <laughs> to prepare for these things. I, I never know how to do it, but like if I'm like a crazy ex girlfriend, be like, what's he up to? And I just like scroll through the pictures. Um, so did you grow up in Newark, New Jersey? Yes. I'm from, yes, I'm from North New Jersey. Yeah. So, and from what I understand and I've never been there, I mean, that's a, like kind of a violent place, right? It's part of it. That's not all of it, but that's, it it did have its moments of being on a murder list and, and, and especially growing up. Yeah, right. Because I want to. That's Cory Booker, right? Wasn't Cory Booker the the mayor there? Yeah, he was the mayor there. He God, that, yeah. he was the mayor there. Um. So yeah, that's how he. Okay. That was one of his major areas. So right. So that's yeah. So I, I guess the reason I'm bringing it up is when you think of that, or what, like what I've seen in the news about Chicago, how there's just so much crime, death, drive-bys, violence in Chicago. How can you? How can you change that environment through your energy? That's a good question. I can tell you that because I've done it. Realize Chicago's a big city. Newark is a big city. Newark is the largest city in New Jersey. Not everywhere is a war zone. Not everywhere. There are literally small pockets. And that's the reason why when you say it's it's murder, that's not all to it. So when you live in these areas, think about it. You might go on the news and see all this happening in one city and you be like, yeah, I never want to go there. But Chicago is a big city. It's one of the big cities in the country. So you cannot always be if you, when you're in a certain area, poverty has a way of tricking us into being in the lowest of the low, because poverty is not a matter of your finances; it's a matter of resources. And if you don't have resources, you don't know how to go about. You have to rely on the government and the system to provide for you. So when I recognize that you're the product of your environment, and when I say that, is this. Who told you you have to live in those dangerous areas? You can move out and go into areas and live less if you move. I'm I'm living in Florida now. I lived a lot of my years in in um, in uh, North New Jersey, but when it was time to move and go and find a place, I found a place that my cost of living is much cheaper in a different state. Then I was living in a rough area. You have those resources. You don't have to stay there. But people are conditioned and they're constantly giving in. So as you shape your environment, your environment is shaping you. As you shape, it's that, it's that, it's, it's like a trap. Yeah. And a, that's, the, that's why drug dealers call their, where they work at, the trap. Because that's all it is. It's a trap. You're forced to go back there because you feel like that's all there is to life. And then once you realize there's more, you realize that, look, I don't have to be here. 
if I change my energy, then I'm going to change. I'm going to create uh, circumstances and create those natural resources and get myself out of here. Because people who gets out of those rough areas are people who do that. They they take they put their energy into the, whatever craft they have, and they find a way out. Why do you think there's a lot of you know athletes that come from these areas? What do you think they're doing? Are they are they you know, some of them still have their mentality and they go into place. But look at look at the most, one of the famous basketball players, LeBron James, come from come from Akron, Ohio. Not a nice area. Um yeah, he, was he, he was raised by a single parent. Yeah. And look what he made himself out to be. Not just an athlete, but you know, a good man. You don't hear I I I can tell you now. You could look at any athlete in history. He was one of the most flawless athletes Dude, of our time. His last issue was like that senior year Hummer that I can think of. Like yeah. it, it's amazing to be under the spotlight from 15 to grow up through social media. Everybody and knowing have, who you are, and it's not like the dude can hide. I mean, in public, he's gonna stand head and shoulders. What six eight six nine? Yeah. Like, like, I mean, you're going to notice him anywhere. Even if you don't know basketball, you're going to be like, man, that's a big guy. And yeah. yet to, no and, one to and, have like that LeBron, got you. No. And LeBron um, transcends sports. So everybody knows him. Yeah. And that's the thing. And we think about, and the thing about it is what makes LeBron more special than any other person? Still a man, still a flesh. He was given a gift and he found a way to focus that energy on taking them, using that gift and using that as a way to get you out. So, but what, well, well, I'm wondering a little bit about, about you and kind of what, how did you develop this mentality of not falling into that trap? Were you just like always a reader? Did, did you have family members talking to you about, Hey man, we can move on past this? Because it just, I can't tell you, that's part of my awakening. It's, gotcha. those, those are part of my awakening. It's just recognizing there was a point in time where, you know, that I just believed that I was only worth working, making so much money an hour. You know, I remember before I moved out of Jersey, my last job living in New Jersey, I was making 12 an hour. $12 an hour. That's it. Living in North New Jersey? Twelve dollars an hour? Like, how that gonna do for you? Yeah, I was gonna say, you what's know, what's rent like? Where do you, you pay? Listen, uh, but that's part of that's part that's part of doing what you gotta do. I still took care of my responsibilities, but I wasn't happy. That was not enough money to. Not saying money makes you happy, but the circumstance because it's not all about the money. I was working at a job, doing working hard. For, for um, a job I did not like, for a boss I did not care for, making money that is not enough, sustainable. And when I hit my low point as part of healing and getting out of my own, I walked away from that. You know, those are the things that you recognize is that, you know what? And in the moment that I was offered, I remember when I started recognizing my power. Once I recognized my power is when I got off, when I moved out here in Florida, I got offered a job, pays about 13 an hour, but it's, it reminded me of 
a job I call a, um, a revolving door, which it, it's a revolving door because as people come out, they need, they always hiring. Why? Because they guarantee that the condition is so bad and <laughs> they're attracting such lower people right. that they don't guarantee people want to stay. Yeah. So they're always hiring that. So, um, and then once I got out here and I was offered a job that's similar than that, I got my power back by not taking that job saying, nah, this ain't, this ain't good enough. And when I got something good enough, I took it. But see, poor mentality, you take what's given to you. Once you get out that mentality, you 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 command what you want, and you only you, and you don't and you don't budge your position until you get which what is ideal for you. Man, I one of my mom's favorite sayings, and um, I kind of got upset at it, but it, it when you said poor mentality, like I I grew up always hearing beggars can't be choosers. You know, you just gotta take. But if you hear that, then it almost makes you think like, what does that apply? It applies that you're a beggar and that you have no choice. Yeah, but, but think about what do beggars do? They get low and yeah. beg. No, dude, I'm, I'm with you. But I think you're. I think that's such a good point to say. Like, if you're in that poverty or if you're looking for some money, it's so easy to jump on that first thing, and then you're kind of stuck, and then you're missing out on the next thing, which probably was going to be the right thing. Absolutely, because first off. You don't beg for rights. You it's rights. Yeah. You get them. You 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 command that. That's part of part of my existence on this life is not to be here poor and struggling. I was not manifested in this life to be a poor and struggling person. So I have rights to the income I desire, and I'm going to command it. I'm going to use my energy. I'm going to work on myself. And I'm going to make myself more valuable. Because the more valuable you are, the more money you can make. Yeah, that's uh, that's something often overlooked by people is um, what value? What's your value add? Right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's um, it's easy. But again, Absolutely. like, and that, that's part of that poverty trap too, where people take jobs that are so easy to be replaced that they don't really have any value that they're adding. They're not bringing a ton of worth other than maybe they show up on time and they show up consistently. Yes, and all of that deals with self-awareness and knowing yourself because where how many episodes you've done of this uh, podcast? Shit, man. I think you're you might be almost 50. I got 40 44 5 6 7 8. You're 49. 50 actually. Yeah, you are 50. I'm sorry, 50. Oh, number 50. Love it. All right. So, you're never going to have a guest like me. <laughs> You're never going to have a guest. Not saying you're going. I'm not. I'm going to be your best ever. No. Yeah. But I bring a level of uniqueness to this conversation that ain't no other person going to bring because I was. That's who I am. Right. When you recognize your unique abilities can add tremendous value to the people around you, then you are going to make whatever that's necessary because you adding value focus on adding value if you work whatever job you're working on if your position you're doing the same thing as a hundred other individuals are doing guess what you have no value because many people could do what you do yeah but if i do something a little bit different a little bit different than everybody else if I put a certain touch and I do that, and you have to work jobs that's catered to your uniqueness, 
you know, yeah, see, I, I was, that... and mind you, before, I, I know you got something to say, let me say no, this. No, I was just going to reinforce what you said about working jobs no, to no, your uniqueness. Absolutely. But I want to make this point too. I was a housekeeper for five years. I'm not speaking on theory. I'm not speaking from ideas. I lived it. Yeah, that. So, was the housekeeper the twelve dollar an hour job in Jersey? No, I was working less than. That. I was making less than that as a housekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> that was not. Uh, you know, I got to the point I got sick and tired of there. I moved, uh, left out, went somewhere, went to, bounced around a couple of places, stumbled in my last job, and then that's it. So, Man. let's say for the better, my twenties was my that mentality. Once I hit 30, it changed. The mentality of just taking the job, just to have a job, Absolutely. just so that you could just yeah, get those just scraps. To, yeah, because, you know, growing up in that environment, at least you got a job. At least you got some. Just be happy to have a job. And yeah. there I go, happy to have a job. Spend eight hours of my day to walk away with barely enough, where more... <laughs> we're more we're more month than money more month than money i like that i i think but that I, that actually gets to that point too about i don't know if enough people kind of wait or figure out or find the job that suits them that suits their uniqueness like the world's a big fucking place man there's a lot of opportunity out there for what you enjoy to be how you earn coin and I don't know if enough people explore that. Yeah, because we get caught up in the trap. Do you think the trap is on the street corners? Nah, the trap is at those those jobs. Because they're paying you to pay your pay using that money to pay your bills, pay for all your necessities, your essential your essential stuff, and you're taking care of all you need to, and they're paying you for the work you do. So now they're paying you, you go to work, they pay you, you go to work, they pay you, you go to work, they pay you. Job hunting is a job itself. Yeah, it is. And to go out there and try to find something that's better takes energy and it takes time. And a lot of people are just very comfortable with the fact that they they get paid, but they get paid. They take care what they take care, and even though they know there's something out there, this is what, they have this. And I see people who've been miserable at job for years, every day. Uh, yeah, I was gonna I ask don't you. Feel like being here, yeah, uh, yeah. Like people be miserable at job for years. Yeah, it just brings the whole vibe down. What um, what job in the twenty during your twenties did you hate the most that we can now laugh about? <laughs> that's a good question uh, I would say that my last job before I walked away I was um, working for a contract cargo company for an airline contract. and you know I'm on the forklifts I'm lifting stuff the warehouse whatever the temperature outside is is the temperature inside oh, shit. and living in uh, up north it, it could be hot in the summer it'd be cold in the winter and working that environment for me to just work so hard bust my tail to deal with a supervisor that just talk to you like you're just a part of the hundred people and if you have a problem cool we can replace you just that whole environment Oh man, I, the person I am now, I look back at myself and said, 
I'm never going to do that. I'm making sure no kid of mine, no kid around me is ever going to put themselves in that situation. Because when I say you are the product of, your environment is a product of you, that job was a product of my value of myself. Mm, That's deep. People work at these certain jobs because they feel that that's all they're good for. I felt that, you know, I, I have to, and this is part of, and we still, mind you, I talked about 2015, getting on this path to self-help and stuff like that. We're still in 2000, which I'm talking about that. 2000, 2018, I had that job. Oh, wow. Oh, dude. So then you're all sorts of conflicted because if you kind of are knowing what you want and then you're living where you don't, like that adds a whole nother twist to it because now you're aware of the suffering almost. That was part of my awakening. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now I'm aware, but I'm still, I, I see more of myself. I see more of myself. I see what I could do, but look at what I'm doing. Like, I could sit here and I could give speeches. I could coach people. I could develop people. But here I am lifting boxes and getting talked to anyhow by a man who, even if I curse him out or go weird, it's still not going to make my circumstances even better. You know, so those are the conflicts of where I was. And once I recognized who I was, looked myself in the mirror and recognized, hey, that's part of why I got, that was, so when I talk about my awakening, that was depression. Right. Because as I said earlier, when you, to, when you hit your lowest is when you're open for the greatest change. You know, so when I watch a cartoon show and that quote comes up, it resonates with me on a different level because I can understand that. So when I was going through that, I just was open to anything. And that openness gave me a boost that now I'm not working at a job making $12 an hour. Let me say that first, you know, <laughs> I've doubled that. <laughs> I've doubled that on my job. Plus, I have a book out. And I've now become Find out more about Javon, what he's been through, and his outlook on life, which is extremely positive and uplifting, by listening to his full pod, which will be released tomorrow. Also, thanks to AndrePsyche.com for sponsoring the pod. Please go to AndrePsyche, that is A-N-D-R-E-Y-P-S-Y-C-H-E, I just really love spelling that for unique thoughtful merch with a story behind it that you are not going to find or hear anywhere else and before you stop listening take a second right now move that thumb subscribe rate and review the getting to know you pod on Spotify Apple or whatever platform you just pushed play on and don't forget Friend and follow the pod. We're on IG, Facebook, and Twitter. It's getting the number two, no, the letter U, pod. And finally, if you or someone you know would like to expand your market and get word out about your brand or product, please consider partnering with the Getting to Know You pod. Our rates are extremely reasonable and we are just starting up. So much like all of our guests, we would appreciate you believing in what we are doing and supporting it. 
just message us through any of our social media platforms. Later.